Welcome moms and dads, grands and friends. This is just a mom winging it podcast where we will be discussing lifestyle changes, balancing family, recipes, and many more. So tune in. All right, everybody, let's jump into our first episode. (laughs) Okay, this week's episode is going to be about being a mom and being yourself as well. So this episode is super, super important to me because it's super easy to get lost and caught up in the whirlwind of motherhood and your family and It's just so easy to put yourself on the back burner. And I want you to move yourself on up. I want you to scoot your chair up to the table and just be yourself. So this episode is really going to get into a few key things that I think are super important on how to stay true to who you are and be a mom as well. Because this new journey can really, really change you and you can really, really lose sight of who you are. You know, I'm not going to say, you know, think about the old you and blah, 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 because that's, that's, that's old. That's, that's, that's the past. <laughs> like, you are on a new journey. This is a brand new journey. This is a brand new experience. Motherhood is a journey unlike any journey I've ever personally been on. So, I had to adjust who I was as a person as well. So I'm going to share with you today a few key things that helped me stay true to who I am as a person and still be able to be a bomb mom, okay? So let's just jump right into this. The first thing I want to touch on is taking care of yourself. I know that sometimes we get really caught up in our spouse, his schedule, our children and their schedule, the laundry piles up, you've got to cook dinner, especially now, every single day. I cannot believe I have to cook dinner every day for these people, but (laughs) I do, I love them. Okay, maybe not every day, sometimes we order out, but I have to have a break. And we are going to touch bases on taking breaks as well in this episode. So, first things first, you need to take care of yourself, okay? First, I would like to say, I want you to figure out some hobbies, things that you enjoy, like maybe you enjoy the arts or books, cooking, writing, dancing, tennis, hanging out, whatever it is, you need to do it. You need to figure out a hobby. I know it's a little difficult in the state that we are in right now, but this is not permanent. This is temporary. One thing that I always say is this is a temporary thing. This too shall pass. And that's really how I get through a lot of things like when my son didn't sleep through the night, when he was nursing all in the middle of the night, like, I was like, okay, do not get upset about this. This is temporary. This too shall pass. And it has. So I will tell you the exact same thing that I tell myself. 
that this little quarantine thing is super temporary. So you need to focus on what you are going to do when this is over. And you can also do some of your favorite hobbies right now. You really can. So I want you to focus and figure out some of your favorite hobbies, whatever they are. And I want you to focus on at least one of them per week, okay? You can dedicate a little time in your week schedule to focus on one hobby solely for yourself. I know you can do it. I know you can. So that's what I want you to do. You need to put that into your routine. You need to put that on your calendar. You need to tell your spouse, your partner, your husband, whoever, hey, listen, um, Wednesday, I want to go and I want to go for a run. I haven't been on a run in three years. So Wednesday, I'm going to take, hey, the first run, you may take 30 minutes. And you're like, hey, listen, I'm going to take 30 minutes. I'm going to go on a run by myself. I'm taking no one with me. I'm just going to run the neighborhood. I'll be back. Don't worry. He, he can survive. He will survive. And you just need to be firm and you need to make it a part of your routine. Add it to your calendar. Put it in your schedule so that you can have this time to really embrace one of your hobbies. Now, another thing that I think is super important about taking care of yourself is building your confidence. And I think that once you start to focus on a hobby or some type of skill that you want to accomplish, then you can really, really start to build your confidence. Building your confidence can be tricky. I won't lie to you especially when you know your body has gone through a lot of changes you know you may not be as small as you used to be your boobs may have you know gotten bigger or smaller or saggier whatever it is girl I know I definitely understand I sympathize trust me but don't focus on the negatives focus on the positives and the positive thing is that you are a bomb mom and you are a bomb person, period. So you need to focus on building your confidence no matter what it is you feel like you have to do. Like maybe you want to do your hair. Like you need to, you know, get a new hairstyle or maybe you want to get a pedicure. You haven't had a pedicure in who knows how long. I don't know. But I want you to focus on something that helps build your confidence and kind of gives you a little boost in your self-esteem. That is super important when it comes to taking care of yourself. So now that we have talking about taking care of yourself, let's roll straight into self-care. Because taking care of yourself and self-care are two totally different things, but they go hand in hand. Okay, so I want you to not only take care of yourself, but I also want you to have self-care. Now, self-care, you really honestly need to make sure that you are setting up alone time just for you to cater to you. 
that goes back to that taking care of yourself when I told you to like look for a hobby and embrace that hobby and add it to your routine, your schedule, your life, okay? It is very important and very, very crucial in building yourself back up and getting back to being a whole person. This is very, very important, okay? During self-care, I want you to set some goals for yourself. They don't have to be big goals. They don't have to be long-term goals. You need to set up a few short-term goals, and they can be something minor, like, hey, you know what? I'm going to read three chapters in that book I've been wanting to read for the last three years. <laughs> you need to, you need to, that's a small goal. You need to do that. You need to do that. And I think that another thing about self-care that you really need to focus on is learning how to step away from your family without feeling guilty. Now, this one is a constant struggle for me, but I push myself and I make time for myself and I make time to hang out with my girlfriends and I make time to do whatever it is that I want to personally do, even though sometimes I feel guilty. You know, I always check on my family when I'm out or if I'm doing something without them. And when I'm walking out the door, I always feel guilty for leaving my son. I'm like, uh, maybe I should say, maybe I shouldn't go. But I also know how important it is for me to have this time and to do these things because it just it it also makes me a better mom when I am together and I am taken care of and my energy is full and my my spirits are high it makes me a better mom and just a better person all around to my family so I know how important it is for me to be able to do these things that's why I make them a habit and I make them important, and I do not push them to the back. I can't. For my sanity, for my mental health, I have to make sure that I do these things, and that is why I am here sharing them with you today. So, if another thing that I wanted to share with you about self-care is setting up alone time for you to cater to you. Now, I know I just said stepping away without feeling guilty is one of the key things I want you to do when you are focusing on building up yourself. But I also want you to set up alone time for you to cater to yourself, okay? Now, that can be maybe an hour in the morning before your family wakes up or that can be an hour in the evening when your family is asleep. You know, just have this time to just really focus on yourself. No friends, no family. Just really kind of reflect on who you are as a person. I use this time to do my devotioning, um, read my Bible, do facials, whatever it is that I really want to do. But I really, really also use this time 
to really focus on my spiritual journey and nurture my mind and my body and my spirit and really just become one with who I am. I also feel like that helps with building my confidence because it's just like I'm looking in the mirror some mornings and I'm like, okay, okay, you know, I'm doing my face routine. I'm feeling refreshed after I'm doing it or I'm reading my devotion and I'm really feeling at peace when I'm laying in my bed at night. Like those are just a few things that really, really make me feel whole after when I have set aside this alone time for me. And I know this is hard and I am not going to say it's easy. Um, but I will say it's very beneficial. Like I really feel like my cup is full when I do these things. And I do know that like when I don't do them, I get some anxiety and I get really irritable with my family and my household. And I'm like, you know what? I just need to take a break and I just need to really regroup and focus on myself. So that is why I added this to this week's episode. So I want you to do the same. Now, another thing that I feel like is very important with self-care is I think that having a strong support group or a strong support system, for example, a group of mom friends who understand your struggles, who understand your life, who get it. I know that my mom friends are godsend. They are amazing. Um, I know that sometimes we get really caught up in life, like I said, and someone will be like, hey, self-care check. What did you do for yourself this week? I'm like, dang, nothing. (laughs) Not one single thing. And I really appreciate them just holding me accountable. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, hey, listen, what did you do for yourself? And like I said, you can set small goals. They don't have to be huge. Sometimes we're like, hey, one of my mom friends say, hey, I'm going to I'm going to make a, a pie this week. I've been wanting to make a pie for like four weeks now. I am going to make a pie this week. And she did. I was like, OK, you know what? And that motivated me. I was like, you know what? Okay, if she was able to make a pie this week and that was her self-care routine for her, I am going to, I don't even know what I wanted to do that week. Mm, I don't know. But I know that for a long time, like, I wasn't able to get my nails done. My life was just way too crazy. It was just too much to try and fit into my schedule. And I do remember being like, okay, you know what? I'm going to add that to my self-care list. I'm going to go get my nails done because that's that's what I want to do. So I really think that having a good support system, a good support group of people that understand where you are in your life and understand your new journey and embrace this new life that you have, I think that is very, very essential to just being true to who you are and helping you be a successful person when going through your self-care journey. All right. 
I also want you to focus on things that make you happy, okay? I know you're like, what? My kids make me happy. My family makes me happy. They keep me alive. They keep me happy. I'm satisfied. I am in a good space. I'm glad that I have them. Okay, me too. <laughs> I'm very, very grateful. I'm very, very happy with my family. I love them. But I also know that, you know, in the back of my mind, like, I knew that I always wanted to, like, start a podcast. Or I knew that I always wanted to, I don't know, like, I knew I wanted to write. I just didn't know what I wanted to write about. And now I'm making a recipe book. Like, I just really had to sit down. And that's why that time alone helps you really gather your thoughts and helps you focus and rethink and re, re refocus and really understand where you are and what you want to do. Okay, now the next thing I want you to do is allow yourself to have time to transition. This is not going to be something that you do overnight, okay? All of this that I'm telling you today, this is not, not something that you are just going to wake up and be all of these things. You're going to do all of these things and don't try. You are going to overwhelm yourself and then you're just going to burn and crash and you're going to be so sad and you're going to feel so horrible, horrible about yourself and you just don't need that type of energy in your life. So don't even try to do those things, okay? I want you to understand that this is a marathon, not a race. You have to take your time, do one thing at a time, focus on one small stepping stone in this journey, okay? Don't try to do it all at once. It's okay. You have the time. You have it. Especially now, we all have the time. I know I do. Um, even for me to like set a, a set aside time to do this podcast, I was just like, okay, I know that I want to do a podcast and I know that I have to set aside time in my day to do that. So I had to figure out what worked best, one, for my family, two, for myself, and three, for my schedule and my lifestyle and my routine so that when I do go back to work and when I do get back into like the hustle and bustle of my life, I wanted to make sure that I still had time to do my podcast. So right now, that is what I have been doing. And I have been making sure that I do my podcast at a time that suits my lifestyle right now and when I return back to work. So you want to make sure that you keep that in mind because right now it's pretty easy to like, oh, okay, you know what? I can read a book, you know, for two hours during nap time because you also have later on in the night to focus on laundry or whatever it is because you're not overwhelmed with so much work because of how the world is right now. But you need to take into a play that this is temporary and that we all are going to get back into the hustle and bustle of our lives. So I want you to make sure that you're being realistic 
when you are setting aside your time alone, when you are setting aside your time to reconnect with yourself and you are setting aside time to hang out or focus on your hobby or whatever it is, I want to make sure that you are being realistic about that. Now, let's jump into our next little topic, which is going to be connecting with your spouse and your friends. Now, it takes a village, I promise you. And especially for coming from someone who does not have um, her parents near, like my parents do not live here in Atlanta where I live and neither does my spouse's parents. Our parents live all over. So sometimes it's a little hard for us to have like time to ourselves or time for us to really hang out and do things um, with our friends or things that we just kind of want to do solo and, you know, just have our own escapes. Now, as far as my household, we we are very open about communication. We make it a point that if I, like, okay, for example, if I am like, listen, I need to go to brunch with my girlfriends this weekend. <laughs> I tell my spouse, and he's like, okay, that's fine. Oh, 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 I can do that. I can handle that. Okay. And... You know, he stays home with the baby, and I go, and I do my thing, and I have fun, and I come back. Vice versa, like, he will do the exact same thing, and even if we want to... Now, okay, I do have a twin sister. Yes, I have a twin sister. No, we do not look alike. <laughs> um, She lives in the Atlanta area, so I am grateful for that, and... Whenever, you know, if we need it, like a date night or something like that, she is always, always open to watching her nephew. So I'm very grateful for having my sister here. But we also have, like, an on, like, a, a babysitter that we trust. And we try to keep her, you know, very, very um, available when... We try to give her like a heads up or enough notice so that, you know, whenever we do want to do things that she is notified. But we do have one person that we love and that our son loves. And that was super important to me. I'm very, very, very um, particular about who I leave with my son. So I'm just really big on energies and vibes and if he loves you, then, hey, all is well in this world. So I really, really admire and love our babysitter. She's amazing. And she loves our son like he is hers. And that was super important to me, too. Sometimes a little too much, but not like lifetime creepy too much. <laughs> you know, like uh, first time grandma too much <laughs> that's what she that's how she loves our son but we are super grateful for her so I think that it's important to you know make sure that you have that type of open communication with your spouse 
where, you know, you guys have some type of system for you guys to have a break or for you guys to have like a little getaway for you guys to be able to have this self-care and this time to take care of yourself. This is very, very important to make sure that you guys are on the same page. Now, I will get into more depth about being, you know, rebuilding your relationship with your spouse after having a baby. But for now, let's just focus on you because that's what we're talking about right now. We are talking about rebuilding yourself as you, not as a mom, not as a spouse. So let's just make sure that we stay focused, okay? Also, another thing that I want you guys to do is ask for help. I know that I am very, very prideful, and I know that sometimes it's very hard for me to ask for help, but I have definitely had to humble myself quite a bit because being a mom is hard, and it truly does take a village. Like I said earlier, it really, really does. It is not a one-man or a two-man job. It takes everyone's helping hands, and you really, really need to make sure that you understand that it does take a village and that asking for help is okay because you do not want to burn yourself out, okay? All right, now, I also want to touch bases on accepting your new life and stopping yourself from comparing it to your old life because there is no comparison there's no comparison who you were and who you are now yes they are two totally different people yes they are two totally different lifestyles but you still are you and that's what you need to understand like once you stop focusing on the past and really embrace your current journey and your future, then it will be so much easier for you to embrace and do the, do the things that I'm asking you to do in your self-care journey and in taking care of yourself. They will be so much easier to accomplish once you stop focusing on, well, I used to be a size two or... I used to, you know, be able to sleep in on the weekends or I used to be, yes, yes. But if we want to keep growing and keep excelling as people, then we have to embrace change. And it's totally fine to embrace change and accept change because that's also a very big key step is accepting change and embracing change and just making sure that you are a-okay with where you are in your life. That's a huge, huge thing about this new journey and accepting who you are and being a mom as well. You have to not focus on the past. You have to just look ahead and focus on who you are and who you are becoming and where you want to be. That is super, super important and a major, major key, okay? 
You don't need to keep looking at the loss that you have, you know, taken during this new transition into motherhood. You need to focus on the positive things that motherhood has brought to you. And you still can be you. You just have to make some adjustments. You just have to be tight, like make a tighter lifestyle. Like you have to just be on a schedule when maybe you used to be a carefree bird. Like that, it's literally just changes. It's not, it's not like you are, you know, um, it's adjusting. Adjusting is what I'll say. It's adjusting. And that's all that you're doing. So don't get caught up in your old life and stop comparing it, okay? Now, I want you to focus on who you want your child or children to look up to. That's the whole point of this week's episode. I want you to be the best you so you can be a great, great person for your child or children to look up to and admire. And that's one of the most important reasons why you have to be yourself and you cannot let this dark hole of, you know, life and, you know, how fast things go take you over. So I want you to really focus on being true to who you are. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this week's episode. And if you would like, email me at justamomwingingitthesedays at gmail.com. I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Don't forget to follow my blog, justamomwingingit.mom. See you next time.